during this time of COVID-19 social distancing. We're glad you've joined us again today. The reading today we're going to have is from Isaiah chapter 25. I want to read to you verses 6 through 9 about a great banquet that is coming that we're invited to. The word of the Lord says this, On this mountain the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food full of marrow, of aged wine, well refined. And he will swallow up on this mountain the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that's spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. And the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. And it will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray and ask the Lord to speak to us from his word. Lord, we thank you for your word that helps us so much, and we ask for your help again today that our hearts might be comforted through the words that you've given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, we're involved in a tremendous time in history, a time that most of us have not before experienced. Ever since March of this year, we've been kind of hunkered down, kind of hiding away, trying to escape a scourge that's uh, pillaring our land, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. It frightens us, and it ought to frighten us. Pandemics should frighten us. As I write this today, our nation has lost, or soon will have lost, 200,000 fellow citizens to COVID-19. And that loss, and the threat of that loss, gives the pandemic a strange power over us. It forces us to hide away. It makes us feel suspicious, uncertain, unsure of what's going on around us, not in control of our world anymore. And the thing that gives it that power is death. What gives the pandemic its power is the possibility that we may catch it, and perhaps we might die from the disease, or maybe even worse, that we might become a transmitter of the disease to somebody we love, or maybe even to a casual stranger. None of us wants to be responsible for the death of another person. And so we act abnormally during this time. Because death has power over humanity. These verses that we have in Isaiah 25, 6 through 9, tell us that this will not go on forever, that there will come a time when God will swallow up death, and death will no longer be able to exercise its power over humanity. Chapter 24 of Isaiah, the chapter that precedes the one that we've read today, pictures God's judgment on the earth in the ultimate day of the Lord. We're told that there will come a day when sin will be judged, when righteousness will be accounted for among all human beings. And that day is coming with tremendous force upon the nations. But then chapter 25 talks to us about what happens after that day. What comes next? 
And in verses 6 through 9, the ones we've read today, we find that there's a foretelling of a great banquet that's been prepared for every nation, for anyone from any nation who has put their trust in God. Look at what it says in verse 6. This great feast has been prepared. It says, On this mountain, the mountain of the Lord, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a rich a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food full of marrow, of aged wine, well-refined. It's like this is the best potluck you've ever been to. This is a meal that, that just surpasses everything else. It's a superb quality that the Lord has pre- prepared for his people. He provides for his people. And if we think about those people, who we are, we have to admit that we were once people that were rebels against him. And yet because of his grace and because of his love, because of what he's done for us, he has a brilliant future prepared for us. And that future is going to, to include the swallowing up of death that was spoken of. Verse 7 tells us that God's going to swallow up, as it says, the covering that's cast over all peoples. Now, what is that about? What is the covering? Well, verse 8 tells us it's humanity's subjugation to death. Ever since the Garden of Eden, all people have been subject to death as the penalty for sin. We participated in the sin of Adam, and so we participate in the condemnation and the penalty of that sin, and that is physical death. But what this verse tells us, and verse 8 tells us, is that God's going to remove death one day. There's going to be a victory over death that comes. Verse 8 takes us into the depths of that victory. It tells us the quality of the victory over death. And what it tells us in verse 8, He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the reproach of His people He will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. We're told that the victory over death will be complete, final. It will be the final removal of death's grief and reproach. The grief of death we understand intuitively, but perhaps we wonder at the phrase death's reproach. What does he mean by that? Well, death, you see, is a humiliation to humanity. Made in the image of God, We were made to be eternally alive with him. And a part of sin's penalty then was the humiliation caused by our suffering of sin's penalty, by death. But this too is going to be done away with in the end. The destiny of the redeemed is not death, but now it's eternal life. These are God's own promises, and these cannot fail. The passage in verse 9 ends with a song. This is our God we sing. We waited for him, and he has saved us. Well, put the party on the table, Mabel. For all eternity, the redeemed of the Lord will be glad and rejoice in the salvation won for us on the cross by Jesus. So are you ready for that day? Are you longing for it? Well, here's a word of peace and comfort for you today. This present moment 
And I'm not speaking here simply of the time of the pandemic we're living through. I mean, this present moment, this present world, tainted by death and sickness and tears and grief, this is not going to endure forever. Those who put their faith in Christ are headed for a banquet, celebrating the victory over death, won for us by Jesus on the cross. So all we really need to say in response is, Amen, come Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that the victory is secure, that the promise has been given, and you always keep your promises. We look forward to the day when we will know victory over death finally. Sit down at your table, banquet, celebrate, and sing to you your glory and your praise. In the meantime, hear the cry of our heart. Come, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Uh, Don't forget that we have online services at 9 a.m. on Sunday and 11 a.m. on Sunday. And that 9 a.m. service is live streamed in case you're not quite ready to come back out yet. We also have a live service at 6 p.m. on Sunday. You're invited to that. We'd love to see you come. Check our Facebook page, BFC Family, or our website, bfcsebring.com, for information and updates on what's happening at Bible Fellowship Church. God bless you. Stay safe.